0: Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke. This morning we travel north of Pittsburgh up Route 8 to Glade Mills to the beautiful parish and school of Holy Sepulcher. This school was established back in 1960 and was run for 29 years by the Bernadine Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis. Holy Sepulcher Catholic School offers a high-quality education for preschool through 8th grade, promoting rigorous academic standards, a family atmosphere, and also service to the community. Technology and the Catholic faith are integrated throughout the curriculum, and parents are involved and committed. Students are known for achieving in and outside the classroom, especially through the Robotics Club, the School Band, and History Day. Here to tell us more about Holy Sepulcher is Ashley Bauer. She is the principal. Welcome, Ashley, to Catholic Education Plus this Sunday morning.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: No, Ashley, first tell us about your background, uh, where you received your undergraduate degree, uh, your time spent teaching at Holy Sepulchre before going back to school and then becoming principal. Can you tell our listeners about your history?
1: I attended Slippery Rock University for my undergraduate and elementary education. I was a December graduate, so I started subbing both here at Holy Sepulchre and then several local public districts for the remainder of that school year. The following year I took a job four and a half days a week here at Holy Sepulcher teaching a variety of grades and subjects, pretty much covering so that teachers could get plans. Um, And then the second grade position opened up, which is my dream job, and so I took that and taught second grade for seven wonderful years. And it was during that time that I went back to school. First I started going back to school for my master's in K-8 math and science. And then a great opportunity came about that I couldn't pass up the um, diocese with much generosity from a donor family offered scholarships for teachers to get a master's in educational leadership with the possibility of re- receiving your p a principal certification for k to twelve and I applied and was fortunate to be selected and that was the start of my current career path.
0: Wow, what a journey! Congratulations on becoming Thank a principal. You working your way up, so to speak, you know. Um, now, this is a question we ask every educator. Since the school began last month uh, right after Labor Day, how are you keeping your students safe and learning uh, during this pandemic?
1: I'd say this is one time when being super small has brought some luck to us that allowed us the opportunity to space our students out, socially distance throughout the day. Almost every one of our classrooms is about six feet apart. Um, We're cleaning, sanitizing, disinfecting regularly and requiring all that enter to wear a face covering, wash their hands often. If there is any family that has a medical condition or just weren't comfortable coming back into the school building yet, we are offering a live stream classroom. So they work at the same time as their peers, completing the same work, doing group work virtually from the comfort of their home. We only had about eight students. Opt into that route. Um, they do opt in for a nine-week period, and we're we're fortunate. We were one-to-one technology before the pandemic struck, so most of our teachers were using the Google Classroom pl- um, platform even before we departed. So that made the transition pretty smooth and able to continue learning for both our teachers, parents, and our students.
0: So being s- small, but you're mighty.
1: Um, that yes. you have an advantage
0: of it. It's not like a large district or something that would have to really, you know, tighten up. Now, if the coronavirus begins to spread faster here in western Pennsylvania, there's a chance that we may have to return to all remote learning. Are you and your faculty uh, prepared and the students and parents ready?
1: I think we definitely are prepared. Um, We are using Google Classroom from kindergarten clear up to eighth grade, So the students know how to do that, know how to join on a live session, know how to find and submit assignments. They work in Google Docs and Google Slides, so they can um, continue to update that without having to worry about remembering to save. But they can also work with a partner, even if they're in their own houses. Um, Each student would have their school-issued iPad with them for their learning at home and be comfortable navigating it because they use it every day here in the classroom. Parents were um, informed that there is a possibility that that could be the result anywhere at any time. Um, so we've, had, we've told them to have a plan ready. I mean, it's not obviously the option that we want, um, but we do have to be prepared if that does happen. Right.
0: Yeah, just be on standby, so to speak, you know. Um, And then one of the uh, goals at Holy Sepulchre is to help each student become a lifelong learner who strives to reach his or her fullest potential. How do you do that at Holy Sepulchre?
1: Well, our mission is really to meet each individual student wherever they are and let them grow their mind, body, and spirit from there. So we work hard to encourage them taking ownership and responsibility in their own learning, um, practicing, being in a learning environment where they're comfortable and we learn from our mistakes. Um, Our teachers will admit when they make a mistake because we're all human. Um, Mm -hmm. We want our students to leave our doors and be ready for whatever challenge is placed in front of them in high school, college, tech school, and beyond, wherever they go. Um, We want them to be able to take the reins of their learning experience and seek out the knowledge because knowledge is power. And as educators, we're always setting and measuring learning goals for each of our students, but we're also trying to get our students to do the same thing and formulate their own learning goals and take ownership in measuring where they are in that process so that they can reach their fullest potential. And I think, you know, we're, we're a very family atmosphere, so they know that we're, they're loved and cared for here and that everybody here is cheering them on and wants them to succeed. So we're trying our best to identify and activate their personal strengths and focus there and use higher-level thinking and build on all of their existing skills and knowledge. And like I said at the beginning of this, really where they are and building from there, not expecting them to be a cookie cutter.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and each obviously each student Um goes to their potential, and it being small, that you can kind of craft it to each individual family, too, uh, what the what the children's potentials are. Right. Now, at Holy Sepulcher, you serve children of all faiths, but you spe- you take special care that the Catholic faith values are integrated into the classroom, uh, the sports, and also the extracurricular activities. Can you give us some examples of that?
1: Absolutely. So faith is part of our curriculum in, in all areas, like you said, inside and outside of our classrooms. We're learning about God and the goodness in his kingdom um, in, in each class, in each be- beginning of each sports day, um, there's a prayer. We make sure that those that are leading both in the classroom and outside the classroom are good role models for our kids in modeling the faith and taking time to pray together as a community and listen to each other's prayer requests and um, pray for those intentions. And along with our teachers and athletic directors and extracurricular leaders, everybody is just really living the gospel message.
0: Mm-hmm. Now what about like the uh, the non-Catholic students and families? How do you incorporate them with the Catholic faith? Obviously they choose to send their child there, even though they may not be Catholic, so they understand that religion is important, but they might not be of the Catholic faith. Uh, How do you balance that with the Catholics and the non-Catholics?
1: Absolutely. So the children, no matter what faith background they come from, they do partake in our Catholic learning. Um, Mm -hmm. When it comes to making a sacrament and things like that, they, they watch their peers, and if they want, they can, you know walk through those steps, but when it comes down to making a First Holy Communion or something like that, they don't they don't do that. It, it has been neat over the years. As a second grade teacher, I was able to witness this. Those that came that weren't maybe real connected with their faith or their church and the kids really finding the love of God through school and bringing the family into the church. We had several that decided over the years to become Catholic because their child has really sucked all that in and brought them to church and decided to make that move. So it's always neat to see the power of God working through each of us into, into others. And if they choose not to, that's okay as well. Um, we're all Christians and respect each other and really are, have the same mission of, you know, serving God and one another and allow them and to share about their faith as well
0: and with you being a former second grade teacher obviously second grade is when uh, students receive their first reconciliation and first holy communion so that's a big pivotal year uh for their yeah. students and the families and um, I, I, as I have been in Catholic education uh, all my life, and being a priest for 19 years, and having schools uh, in the parishes that I have served, it's just so neat to see these kids so eager to learn and to want to get the sacraments. And it's almost like they're waiting, waiting for Christmas, you know. And uh, at at school masses, the kids who haven't received their first Holy Communion, obviously, come up and they cross their arms and they can get a Christian blessing and and it's just, it's just so neat to see these kids, like, we're, we're, we're coming to a goal, and they learn. And even with the non-Catholic students, uh, they, they walk with their peers together, and, and then for First Holy Communion, it's like, you get the real deal, you know, and, uh, right. uh we just had First Holy Communion over the summer, uh, here at St. Mary Magdalene Parish in, in the East End, and I always told my students, uh, you don't have to come up now and get a blessing, you're gonna get the, the Eucharist. As a second grade teacher, former second grade teacher, how have you seen your kids uh, learn to be so eager waiting for that as they prepare for the sacraments?
1: I think you know we put so much time and effort into getting them ready for that. Like you said, that's our our goal of the second grade year, and it uh, is something that, as a community, we celebrate as well here at Holy Sepulchre. So our students take part in First Holy Communion during a weekend mass, um, whether that be a Saturday evening or a Sunday. But then we also reenacted, if you want to say, during a school mass on a Friday. They get to dress up in their beautiful outfits, and they go up, they process up first to receive communion in front of the school community. (laughs) So for the older ones, they're reliving their day that they got to do that and reminiscing, and for the younger ones, they're really looking forward to their turn at doing that. And then we we celebrate with a (laughs) cupcake or something after, but it's a a big thing. And as you said, Christmas morning that light in their eyes. (laughs)
0: Good. Well, we have lots more to talk about, so we'll take a break. Uh, we'll be back. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor of St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor of St. Benedict the Moor Parish in the Hill District. And this Sunday morning, we are uh, listening to Mrs. Ashley Bauer. She is the principal at Holy Sepulchre Catholic School in Glade Mills in southern uh, Butler County. Now, Ashley, how do you support your parents in teaching the values and building character, and how do, how do the parents support you and your faculty at Holy Sepulcher?
1: Well, we view our parents as guardians. We do have some that are grandparents raising their grandkids as the primary educators of their children. It is our mission to collaborate with them and bring out the best in their child, all aspects, educationally, character development, and as faithful followers of the Lord. Um, We constantly communicate back and forth. We have an open-door policy, both myself and my teachers, that at any time they can call, they can schedule to come in. During COVID, we're trying to keep as many people out of the building for safety reasons, but... um, We'll meet remotely, um, if if need be, in person. Um, one of the biggest qualities we have here at Holy Sepulchre that we're known for is our family environment. And so I think that the parents support us, and we support them, and we really take that. It takes a village to raise a child to heart.
0: Now, tell our listeners a, a little bit about the faculty, their skills, certification, and dedication. Uh, Holy Sepulcher has always had a great reputation uh, with a wonderful faculty. Can you share, tell our listeners about that?
1: Absolutely. So I would definitely say I am one blessed <laughs> principal to work alongside many wonderful, dedicated, and strongly talented people. My faculty is made up of 12 teachers, um, 10 full-time, two part-time, all of whom are fully certified to teach in the state of Pennsylvania. They work really hard to keep up with the current things happening in our profession. They take Act 48 continuing education hours well above what's required of them. 85% of my faculty has a master's degree or its equivalent. Um, They demonstrate both the expertise in their subject area as well as a love for their vocation and, and their students. They really take the time to... Um, connect with each one, not just, you know, teaching them what it is, but to get to know them as a person, which is important.
0: Absolutely. You're blessed to have a great staff there. Now, an important aspect of faith formation at Holy Sepulchre Catholic School is the service uh, to others. Your students go out into the community. Uh, Where do they help out
1: at? So each year our service kind of changes within the community, um, but things that we've done in the recent years would include helping um, one of our biggest ones is the Lighthouse Foundation. It's located right down the street from us. They serve the county with a food bank several times a week. So we help there different times of year. You know, canned goods, we'll ask them what they need, and we'll collect that sort of item so that they have what what they're really short of for those families. As well as at Christmas time, we collect Christmas gifts for their Christmas store, and they allow families that are less fortunate than us so many tickets to come in and shop for their kids from ages 0 to 17. Um, So it's a little give back of kids helping kids. Um, We've made care bags for cancer patients in the past. One of our retired kindergarten teachers who has since passed, um, we did it in in her request, and then she took them with her to the cancer center and gave them to those that were receiving chemo, and they had things like scarves and chaps and little prayer cards that the kids had wrote. It really just touched people. Um, we've helped with Project Linus, which makes fleece blankets for babies in local NICUs. And I uh I was actually a recipient of one recently. My daughter was in the NICU for a few days and we got a Project Linus blanket. So it was a little circle of life comeback here. Um, we've made socks of love with toiletries for the homeless and Lunches for the Red Door Project, and so many more different ways to help out the community. And that's
0: good. They learn they learn about not just in the classroom, but what what's important on the outside too, and and helping the people in the communities. Uh, it, it just opens up so many different new worlds for them, and that's that's so important. I'm glad uh, you're doing that for the students.
1: Sure. Now, and one of the big ones. Sorry, one of the big ones we do sure. in person that I did leave out is in Butler. Um, once or twice a year we actually get students and their parents to help out and we serve a community dinner, so a hot community dinner to um, 100 to 200 people that show up on a Tuesday evening and just actually being there in person and seeing the smiles on those people's faces that might not have had a warm dinner. that's, That's always a big one.
0: Wow, that's great. Now, in looking at uh, the history of uh, Holy Sepulcher, your school band has gotten top-notch honors. It's well-known, having a great band, music program, along with the Robotics Club. And now History Day has taken off. Can you tell our listeners about these wonderful school opportunities? Because this is fantastic.
1: Sure. We try to offer a wide variety of extracurricular activities so that we hit the interest of our vast student body um, the band is always a big hit and couldn't be without the direction of Mrs. Janet Deneff. She just does an outstanding job to make them sound so wonderful. Um, we're a little sad that band practice is postponed currently, but understand that it is for the safety of all. Um, the other big ones are forensics. Um, it really helps bring out the public speaker in our students. Robotics. They're using computer-based programs to control their uh, Lego robots and then they go and they compete in different areas. And History Day has been our latest big trend. Um, This past year we had over 30 students that were involved, and one group actually excelled at Westminster College, and then they went to the state level and they excelled there, and they made it the whole way to nationals with their Mr. Rogers project and couldn't be more proud of them inside and outside of the classroom.
0: Wow, that is great, and it's so important that they learn. They have... Different opportunities. Now, I know you're very proud of your graduates. Tell us uh, what they've done with high school and college, and uh, some of the children uh, now send their children to Holy Sepulchre, some of the alumni.
1: Yes. So, our graduates, some of them move on to a variety of high schools in the area. Um, Some choose to go to the public high school, such as Mars, Knock, or Butler. But others usually choose to continue the Catholic education journey at North Catholic or over at St Joe's in Natrona Heights. Um, we're proud to say that we've had several Val Victorians or Sal Victorians at local schools, both the public and the private sector. Um, many of them continue on to a variety of colleges, both local and clear across our country. Um, we do have a lot of them that reach back out to us or send little thank you notes to teachers or Stop by when they can um, we've helped form and produce doctors, lawyers, educators, skilled trade men women all, all different um, well rounded members of society, and we do have some of which live locally and choose to send their students here to Holy Sepulchre. I have one one teacher on board who is currently. A alumni and sending her kids here, so it's a whole a whole circle <laughs> that is
0: great and then with with your location, you're in the two twenty eight route eight corridor there uh Mars. Uh, Seven Fields, uh, Southern Butler area, uh, Richland Township, Pine Richland. You're right in the middle, and that's such a big growing area of western Pennsylvania, so you're in a wonderful location. Now, we only have a minute left uh, for families interested in learning more about Holy Sepulchre Catholic School in Glade Mills. How can they reach you and perhaps uh, set up a tour?
1: Absolutely. We would love to extend an invitation to those that are interested to learn more about our fabulous school by either calling our school office, 724 724- Five eight six five zero two two. We can schedule a cor- tour, have a conversation. Uh, you can always email our school office at school at holysepulcher org, or definitely can learn more at our website holysepulcher org slash school.
0: All right, that is great. And obviously, with COVID, uh, you know, um, you have to make some adjustments with that, but people can still take a look and prepare for next school year. And I know there's a lot of uh, wonderful interests uh, as people get a head start with looking at uh, colleges, high schools, and elementary schools. And that's the best way is just to go uh, take a look at the school, walk through the halls, shadow, um, wonderful opportunities. Ashley Bauer, the principal at Holy Holy Sepulchre Catholic School in Glade Mills, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and the focus of Matthew's Gospel is love God and love neighbor. Jesus combines two commandments into one, declaring that together they form the basis of the whole law of Moses and the prophets. Matthew's version of the greatest commandment is similar to St. Mark's. But Matthew's version uh, focuses on the controversy between Jesus and the Pharisees. So Jesus is addressing the Pharisees that the greatest commandments is to love God and to love one another. And especially in our climate right now with uh, the civil unrest that's going on in our society, the upcoming political uh, election right before us in just a week or so, and so much divisiveness that's going on, uh, plaguing our country and our world. Uh, This is a great gospel to reflect on, uh, loving God and loving one another and respecting one another. And Jesus quotes this wonderful uh, quote, that you shall love God with all your heart, but also love your neighbor. God is love itself, and he creates and sustains and restores us. So let's try to live out the gospel, loving God and loving our neighbor.